K-Star Country, 99.7. Well, someone very special on the line. We've talked to him quite a bit. He's a friend of K-Star. Corey Morrow. What's going on, Corey? Hello, my family. How are you? Are you family, man. Y'all were the first ones to ever. You know that, right? Yeah. You know, it seems like we've been uh, doing this thing for years, like 20-something years. (laughs) It's been 20-something. I think it's been 25. I yeah. There was a show not long ago, maybe in the last 10 years, where I got a note. Uh, I was in, I think it was at the Catfish Festival, and I got a note. Uh, some, I'm on my bus. Somebody brought me a note. It said, uh, dance with the one who brought you, and it signed Karen White. And I was like, what does that mean? And so I realized that uh, she hadn't been allowed to come back stage or something like that. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, she's right. You know, she's the one who brought me to the to the stage. She Y'all the first ones to ever play my music, and y'all the, y'all loved on me the, um, before anybody else did, and gave us an opportunity. And uh, I don't know what happened at that point, but some reason you guys weren't allowed to come hang out with us. So I was like, well, I think I deserve that note. <laughs> uh, you, you know, we I mean, we literally have been all over the world together. Jamaica. Had, oh my gosh, yeah, that's right. Had some good times. I forgot you did that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, good Jamaica. stuff. Yeah, that was a good trip. Yeah, it's gonna be wild for anybody's uh, around here doing that now. No, nah, well, that's true. <laughs> but we can all maybe get in the front yard, you know, maybe sometime soon. Get in the front yard, just get yourself one of those little kiddie pools, and then on Monday nights you can tune into Morrow Mondays with uh, with Corey doing his Facebook lives. There you go. There like you that. go. We're trying to keep people somewhat sane while they're going through what whatever they're going through. I think it's pretty cool that there's so many now. Um, Folks doing a series. I got a, an email from our, our contact, Mitch Ballard at uh, BMI here in Austin, and uh, they have an office here in Austin now, and they uh, are putting out uh, emails to, to everybody uh, about all the different artists who are having weekly or, or um, bi-monthly uh, shows uh, online. And man, there's like Wade's World, Kyle Park's got one, Kevin Fowler's got one. Everybody's got one. I think it's just awesome. I think there's so much good stuff to choose from, and now it's all being you're being made aware of it. I think a little bit more than before, and I'm sure there's an, a chance that you can grow tired of it. But uh, just like anything else, it'll find its it'll find its balance point. But yeah, it's got a lot of variety. You can you know do whoever you want to listen to. Like you said, everybody's doing them. One of the things I, I was anxious to ask you, uh, and I I'm I'm pretty sure you the, the answer is yes. Have you had time to write? During this, yeah, thing. yes, yeah. the answer is, the answer is a, a uh, <laughs> resounding yes. Thank you, Dave. Yes. Well, that's uh, pretty cool. That's uh, something we're always looking forward to. It really is, man. You know, um, when I first got into this thing 25 years ago, uh, I was the only person I wrote with, and then in the last 10 years or so, 15 years, um, I started doing a lot of co writing, and I really got a lot out of that. I enjoyed it. It kind of not necessarily that I'm lazy, I am. But uh, it kind of took some of the pressure off of, of having to figure out what the you know rest of the song was going to be about. Somebody else would come in and help me, and we'd get a couple of different ideas and start going. And then you know it just made the songs finish more uh, efficiently. You know, I really well, got used to it, and now I am writing by myself again, and the pressure's on. But I like it. You know, my wife comes in, she's like, well, "What is that song about?" And I'm like, "I don't know. Leave me alone." <laughs> you know, I've often wondered when you when you when you sit down when you're used to writing by yourself when you sit down with somebody, uh, is it kind of hard to get into that? Uh, is it is it a race to see who gets the the first the next line at first till you finally you know back off and let each other kind of write? What what's that like? 
it can be. I think if there's a couple of different, uh, if there's two bulls in the room, you know, and, and you got big egos uh, fighting for for the space, then yeah, yeah you can you can get into a, a contest of who's gonna whose lines are better, whose music is better, and that kind of stuff. But if you if you got what I like to do is go to lunch or or get a coffee or something, and you just sit and talk with somebody. At this point, I don't necessarily write with a lot of new people unless I just feel a real good, strong connection. And I just, you know, I hopefully they are we're on the, we're in the same place uh, in, in in our faith, that kind of thing. And so it makes it easy to have conversations about things that matter. And uh, but typically, I'll write with people I know. And once you know somebody, you're on the same page. You're not fighting for that space, and you know you're not trying to butt heads. You're just trying to find. What is it that we want to write about today? And, and, and we both have something to bring to the table. And you respect the other person's um, uh, suggestions. And that's the, that's the best part. They'll lay down something and you can be like, man, I really like that, but I'm not so keen on that. But what about this? It's just when that happens, when you're both really humble and you both really just like uh, remove your ego from the situation, so much good can come from it. Yeah. You mentioned faith. You know, when you sent uh, the re-release of Always and Forever, I don't know if it was something to do with you or something to do with me or what it was, but I heard that song in a different light, and I actually uh, sent you a text to ask you about that. Uh, tell me about Always and Forever. What, years ago when I heard that song, I thought it was just a love song maybe to a, a girl, but now when you hear it, it's it's for me anyway, it was totally different the way I heard it this time. It was more of a song uh, written towards God. Tell me about that. Well, you know, it's very interesting you should bring that up. I actually had this conversation uh, yesterday, and because we were talking about making a video for it, and um, a couple of different, uh, you know, ideas were on the table, and, and uh, that idea was, was on the table for me. And I, as I go back and listen to the new recording of it, um, most records, when we first make them, we listen to them like crazy over and over and over again for like a month or two, and then we never listen to them again. <laughs> we put them up on a shelf. Right. Uh, but I pulled it down and I listened to it yesterday and I, man, I felt the same way. I felt like we really, uh, we, we stepped on a nerve that for me pointed a little bit more towards, uh, towards God, towards what I feel like is matters the most. And I, I know that when I wrote it, the reason I really, uh, liked it a lot was I had intentionally been writing it for a girl. Um, and then she broke up with me and I realized as I'm writing it that it didn't, necessarily speak from a guy to a girl or from me to her it could speak from anybody to anybody from a mother to a to a son and from uh, a father father god to to us and so i, I really love the university uh universality of it and uh that's the right word um and so on this one the way that the music plays in the beginning the way that the piano sets the whole thing up there's something really uh divine about what uh, was laid down there in the beginning. And then everything gradually comes in, sort of or on kind of like an orchestra, in my opinion. And uh, uh, Jamie, uh, Jamie Lynn's uh, vocals just are, are really a, a beautiful compliment. And somehow they got me to sing not, not so terribly. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I, just thought, I love it. I think, I think you're right. I think we definitely uh, captured something a little bit bigger than just a just a love song yeah it's good stuff and of course uh, the timing was kind of a uh i don't it's never bad timing but you know it, the release of it and then the whole covid thing and so it's it's been a, re, a kind of a different release for you as far as you know 
you're you're not being able to go out and 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 sing it in public and promote it in public. So that's kind of been a little a different animal. For sure, <laughs> it's uh, it's not like remember when we used to do the uh, the the city releases and we'd be at all the different uh, city stores, right, right, and we'd, and we'd be at all the radio stations and we'd just be all over the place. And uh, so this is more like. Uh, sitting at home and, and kind of hoping and calling calling everybody who's got radio stations and online and talking about it and just kind of hoping that people catch on. But, um, you know, we, we do this thing called Cameo. Have you heard about the Cameos? Absolutely. Yeah, they've been really a neat thing. And I, we've been, uh, we, we've kept ours, uh, I, I feel like we kept ours at, a, at a, a reasonable number and I don't really ever want it to go up from there so I want it to be somewhat, you know, uh, attainable. Um but man, majority of the of the requests are for that specific song, and and they're for anniversaries and 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 uh, and things like that. And they're just even even like uh, uh, for uh, memory of, of somebody who passed. And so uh, it's really an honor to have that be uh, a part of people's lives in that kind of way, where it's like they're they're celebrating that that perfect union uh, that, that that we're supposed to reflect. When we get married, you know, Christ's love for the church, and it's supposed to be something, uh, something otherworldly. And uh, I, I just, I think it's really cool we get to be a part of that. But we definitely are not uh, doing it the same way. And um, I don't know, man. I, I just, uh, I, I'm, I'm enjoying the time we got, trying to find a blessing and what, what's happening. And I think uh, it could be this, it could be something else, you know. It could have been World War Two, World War Three. I don't know what it is, but we're we're all in a we're all in this together, and, and we got to find a we got to find some good in it. And there's there's definitely God can make good out of anything. Well, I I know that we are definitely everybody's pretty much finding silver linings uh, Absolutely, in, yeah. in in everything that's been happening. I know that you and I we've both been talking about it's been really good to be home on the weekends, good to be with the family. So. Good stuff. Well, hey, listen, we appreciate you calling, and uh, anytime, uh, give us a shout, and we look forward to uh, hearing more from that single once everything breaks loose yeah, and, and we go back to normal. And like you said, don't forget to go to Cameo, and you get a you can get a shout-out from Corey Morrow. There you go. There you go. Corey, Man, thank you, guys. I love y'all. Can't wait to hug y'all's necks again. Yes, indeed. Come by and see us. Corey Morrow on K-Star Country.